Welcome to another episode of Confessions of a Practicing Christian with your truly Aaron Fenice, where I give godly counsel on all things success, life, and wellness. Y'all, I got the piping hot tea for y'all today. I got a special guest, and you already know when it comes to guests, you know we be talking in word that controversial. So without further ado, let's get into it. Woke up today, feeling great. No worries, today is a new day. Even with the lot on my plate, man, I have it all, but I always have faith. So we gon' keep it real, we gon' keep it true, and still praise God with a new groove. Come together and push through. It's amazing what prayer can do, cause sometimes it's hard to see the blessings right in front of me. Follow the light, and now I see God has been so good to me. Your words, they still haven't let me down All good cause we living better So, today's topic is One of the most powerful men is an emotionally mature man And I thought to bring one of my homeboys on Because, I ain't gonna say homeboy, I'm gonna say my brother in Christ now Because I've been knowing, knowing Drew for a long time And I was like, God, I ain't no emotionally mature man out here And he was like, what? Hold on so as far as us ladies go, I know we always say like, what a good man. So ladies, I got us a good man. Here you go. So introduce mm-hmm. yourself, Drew. Uh, my name is Andrew Hales. You know, the ladies knows that they want to know an in-depth, like how you get to God. Because y'all, he say, honey. Yeah. Go ahead and tell <laughs> me. <laughs> well, that happened after my sophomore year in college. My first two years was rough. I mean, rough. I was a basketball player at the time and and most basketball players just do the most, uh, especially back uh, during that time. Um, At Alabama State University, pretty much uh, party school at the time. I'm not sure exactly how it is now, but back then, first two years, I really partied. I partied so much, it just got really out of hand. I I was uh, at risk of losing my scholarship um, a lot of things were going on at that time. And then I ended up having a friend that was on the basketball team. He was a he was a Christian. And uh, I used to always kind of, I guess, avoid him uh, to getting inside of his truck. But he was always nice. And one day I decided to just go ahead. And I was like, I, I ain't been to church since I left the house. <laughs> since I left the house in Mobile, Alabama, because that's where I'm from. And so I was like, well, I can go one time with him. And I went that time. And just had a revelation. And, and then after that, I completely just changed what I was doing in school. People rather saw me. I was uh, really just focusing for those last two years on God, myself, um, class and basketball. So since being saved or giving your life to God, how has your life changed? How has it affected you? I mean, it affects everything. I can't even begin to describe or say we didn't even have the time to say everything that is affected, but I say the most um, it's affected is, of course, my attitude, the way I go about things, the way I see things. Because when you become a, be- a believer, when you become a Christian, you start feeding your spiritual man, which which most people never just not in tune with the spirit, the spiritual side of themselves. And so when you start to actually feed that side, you start to see the best, your best you, I believe. And so because of that, everything that I did was better than 
it would have been if I would have been just kind of operating in my flesh, everything. So I think God does a lot of things, but he, you know, obviously shows you, shows you yourself and helps you improve uh, areas that you probably couldn't fix on your own. So I really owe everything to God, my, my life, my business, my basketball ability, everything now. So speaking of business, like y'all, before we get into the meat of things, go ahead and shout out your business, Drew. Oh, I have just a, a small basketball training company here in China, in Wenzhou, China. And um, we do, we take a, we, we train kids that want an opportunity uh, to play basketball on a bigger level, but may not have that opportunity here in China. But a lot of people don't know this, but China has more NBA fans than America. So we take a group of kids uh, uh, to the United States every year in the summer and uh, get them an opportunity to go to the summer league games, go to camps and just get a will for what. Uh, the opportunities could be kind of open their eyes and get them more to kind of dream about and, and see. So I enjoy doing that. Okay. Okay. So basically what you're saying, you have that you mean. I would, I, you know, I would, I would say that a lot of people have their own definition for it, but, but I would, I would, I would, I would say that because I do put high value on uh, myself, what I, what I would sell, what I, what I don't sell. Um, so yeah, I would call myself a high value man. Correct, correct, correct. Because I ain't going to lie, I'm a high value woman. I mean, like everybody just doesn't have access to me. So like, I'm like, okay, God, show out for the 99 and 2000. And speaking of high value men, a high value man in my definition is emotionally mature man, mentally, spiritually, and physically. And talking to Andrew, I'm like, okay, God. I see what you mean there. Like, you know, in discussing some of the topics when um we were talking about coming on, I was like, Okay, God, what makes him qualified to be emotionally mature man? Of course, the conversation is, hey, the man got his stuff together. But I always like to go into not just the physical, but also the scriptural. And in talking to him, we were talking about a lot of biblical things. And the thing that stood out and God also directed me to was 1 Corinthians 13 and 11. And it says, when I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. So in definition, when it comes to emotionally mature, and I say when a man you know, it masters his emotion. He becomes really powerful. And that right there in itself, when it comes to ladies, and I'm going to say men too, but I mean, in me in court, that's so important. Lately, I've been like covering a lot of emotional, mental and relational things as it comes to men and women, because it's like the people be want to know. So I'm like, okay, God. So now I got a physical representation or manifestation of your promises to us. Now, I don't know who he for, but honey, here you go. And so back to the point, when it comes to emotionally mature and just talking to him, like God did his thing. But I was asking him, you know, what makes an emotionally mature man? And so I got a chance to really peek inside the mind of a man. And so to me, that was so important because us women, the things that we find completely like, this matters. It don't matter to them. And I was surprised because the one thing that stood out when we talked was him saying, like, a woman <laughs> that has money means nothing to a man. I said, oh, because, you know, us in society, the worldviews, it's like you got to be independent. You got to this. You don't need no man. And it's like you want a man. So it's like, OK, 
well, I got my stuff together, but just because you got your stuff together, that doesn't make you a high value woman. It's the same for them. You have to have yourself together emotionally, mentally, and spiritually in God. And you have to fine tune their relationship with God every day to get you together. So when I was talking to him, like I really want him to share some of the things that he shared with me as far as it relates to women and what they place value on versus what they place value on in a woman. So, yeah, let's get into it, Andrew. So what do men place value on when looking for a woman? Well, over the years, I, I've had a chance to talk with a, a lot of guys in uh, the area of business. Uh, as a f- former professional athlete, I've had the opportunity to talk to and have friends in that professional space professional basketball, professional athletes, got a chance to meet a lot of uh, just professionals on that level, guys that are really uh, focused on um, creating value within themselves. And when they do have that successful business or that successful basketball or football um, um, career, they start to really look for different things in women because um the things that they look in for women, like you said, is not at all for how much money you make or, uh, you know, uh, do you go and, 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 and keep, you know, the best dresses on and, and, and do you go and have your hair done all the time? All of those things are great things. I think that there's nothing wrong with women going to do those things. But for a high value man, most of them are looking for things from inside. Most of them are looking for, do you have the ability to have a conversation, not argue over things? Do you have the ability to be upset and angry and not argue? Um, how's your maturity level? How's your emotions? Do you have things from the past that you have dealt with or or not? So all of those things, I think, as well, is what make not only women, but men too, I value because we can deal with uh, any relationship, not just the intimate relationship, but all of our relationships of high value people's relationships are good. And I said to you uh, the other day when we was talking that I uh, sometimes I, from my experience, when I meet women, it's like as soon as they meet a guy, they're like, oh, if he's not the guy, they just totally disvalue the relationship. Not seeing that, hey, this is a good person to know, a friend, a good associate, someone to put value on it. But if you're not a high value person yourself, you might not be able to see that value in that person because you're so focused on when's my next man at, you know. And so I would say suggest to not, like I said, not only women, but men, but focusing on self first and really becoming uh, doing the things that you want to do in life and growing in the ways that you want to grow. And I really, truly believe when a person is set, dead set on doing that and just enjoying life themselves and growing themselves, if it's for them, they will meet the per- that person for them. But I, and, I, and the last thing I'm going to say about this subject is I think I remember uh, saying to you, too, that 95 percent of the people we meet are not going to be the one. They're not going to be the person that uh, that we're going to lock up for the next 30 years. Most people are associate, that business partner, that great friend, and usually people who do find the high value person that they're looking for, they get, um, they get, they get, um, I'm sorry, what's the word I'm looking for? They get recommended, I guess. <laughs> they get recommended like, <laughs> mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. Shirley, she's there, blah, blah, blah. You know, we were great friends. Uh, I didn't never look at her like that, but she would be great for you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think just valuing relationships is is my last point I would make on this subject. But yeah, not just women, not only women, but I think also men could do this as well and learn to kind of do it. But as far as the looking for a man, because my experience has been with women, that's why I'm speaking on the women in that area as far as needing to value relationships, period. So yeah. what you saying is, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I know you are, <laughs> you focus more so on the friendship side. And if it just so happens to, you know, blossom into something like that, then it does. But for the most part, a friendship connection, because friendship could lead you into your next mate. That's also something you said the other day. And I was like, you right. Because how else you going to meet them unless you like, oh, let me introduce you to your friend. That's another way of looking at things. You brought another point. I was like, okay, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Because you might introduce to me, me to my next husband. You just never know what happens when you become friends with people because you create an open network. So mm-hmm. I ain't going to lie. Most of the time, this house girls are anyway. Hey, where your homeboy at? Tell him. I got a friend for him. Be the same way. So I'm like, all right, all right, that makes sense. You know, there's more right. into the mind of a man. Like, I love that aspect. And another thing you said to me that stuck out the other day, you said that, I would like for him to say it, but he was comparing women's wealth to a man with shoes. It's like, it don't mean anything. Tell him what you told me, friend. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. You, you said um, a woman's wealth to a man it's kind of like me coming up to a woman and saying, hey, look, check out my drawing collection. Yeah. You know, my, 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 my drawing collection is valuable to me, but in the woman's eyes, it holds no value with her and the relationship and the connection. And so uh, even though I think it's great if and, and, and I would even want uh, love a productive woman who is able to create her own income and things like that. But it is not a decipher whether. I'm going to be with a woman or not, depending on how much money she makes. I think that she should be congratulated and celebrated for her accomplishments. But at the same time, it's not something a high value man will look at and, and decide whether he wants to take a woman serious or not. Ooh, this hard a lot of women feelings because I ain't going to lie from a really aspect. It's like we place value on the things that we accomplish. I ain't going to lie. Like for me, because I have a relationship with God, like um, I don't hold value to the money aspect of myself. Now, I ain't going to lie. I help because now I, let me let me say this on our behalf. Ladies, whenever you change yourself from within, you start to attract everything that you desire that includes a man because I ain't gonna lie I was telling Drew I seen myself two years ago the men I attract then versus the men I attract now oh my gosh completely different and it's completely different because I did the self-work on the inside like I'm still healing and every time I heal God kick it up a notch when it comes to the men I meet being transparent it's like I always get men that had you had to build. I'm not in the building process no more. And 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 not that I can't build, but starting from scratch. Oh no, baby, I can't start from scratch. You gotta meet me at equal playing field and then we can build from there. But yeah, I can't right. build nobody uh son up. Can't do it. Not when you know right. equal playing field. And I was doing it because it's like settling. It's like, oh man, okay, God. Well, maybe I can make 
you know, some out of this. I was like, and you believe that that's my best for you. And I had to actually believe that God's best for me wasn't settling. And now I'm bringing it full circle. That's even now when I've kicked it up a notch. And well, I'm not going to say me when God has kicked it up a notch when it comes to the people I made, although I'm not attracting the same person. It's like, okay, now you have to sift through the people that are on your level. And the thing that I've learned just because you're compatible doesn't mean that's the one for you. Like y'all can have everything in coming. You can like everything about them, but that don't mean they the one. For you, and I was like, God, if I fumble this person, <laughs> I'm sorry, because I know you didn't send it, because I don't like them. And it ain't mm-hmm. like, I don't like them, but I don't, I'm not physically attracted to them. Something of, it was some a certain characteristic or something about them that I didn't, you know, it ain't nothing wrong with you. I just, I just don't want you. And mm-hmm. so it's like, I kind of <laughs> felt bad for, in a sense, rejecting them. I ain't really reject them. It's just, I don't like you. Mm-hmm. But I'd rather keep mm-hmm. you as a friend and it make me feel mm-hmm. bad because it's like sometimes we are taught, you know, to settle, especially when you save. And it's like finding a, a save man. It's like a unicorn. So the first one you stumble on, it's like, well, I got to keep this one because I may not find another God. Be like, it be plenty more where that came from. You just got to <laughs> keep an open heart and an open mind. And so, right. again, like when I... And um, it's been my experience. I've had had a couple of encounters to where God just like, here's one, here's one, here's one, here's one. And I just had to let the lady see, baby, they out you. You just got to be patient and wait on them. And most importantly, don't settle for certain attributes. If you know that that ain't going to make you happy. What I mean by that is you have to have core values. And then you have to have the things that you won't set aside. I feel like the things you need are the things you don't budge off of. That's your core values. And mm-hmm. the things you want, you can. Now you can. It's like, all right, he got all the core values or whatnot. And, and by that, I mean the things that God specifies. Then from there, then you can budge. But other than that, you just didn't make the cut, baby. You just didn't make the yeah. cut. So yeah. with that being said, from a man's standpoint, what are your... Core values. My core values in a in a woman. For yourself, because in order for her to meet the cut, you gotta have things that you don't budge off as a man. Do you like so for me? A man has to love God, family, faith. You know, right? The things that I would not budge off of in a woman that I was looking to be serious with, I think is a is a quite a few things like e- e- emotional maturity. It's, it's super. One. It's super important because I think and I'll name two or three things just to keep it kind of short. Yeah. But emotional maturity would be number one. And that one I picked because I think is of great importance because communication is so important in any relationship. And especially it's going to be even more important in the intimate relationship because that's the person that has the power to kind of move your heart left, right, up and down. So if you guys are not emotionally mature, you will end up having unnecessary arguments. You end up not taking that walk that you need to take so that you can come back together and actually respect and talk to each other and actually get somewhere in a conversation. Um, You will just completely tarnish, if not right then the relationship, tarnish the relationship, down the line it would be tarnished and it would go down emotionally and respectfully between both parties. Secondly, 
I think uh, a non-negotiable uh, for me with a woman would be, and this is just me, uh, her importance of understanding health. For me, health is wealth. It's not just about a woman gaining 10 pounds and looking the way that I might not best like her to look. It has uh, way more value than that. The way that a woman keeps herself can either influence her man or disencourage. There is no middle ground when it comes to influencing your man and your family by your health. If you are going on doctor visits all the time and having issues, as you we only going to get older. So you having more issue, more issues, more trauma with your family that you may not be around for very long. Maybe you can't be as active uh, uh, with your spouse, going on vacations and things like that. Men are visual, so we like to see our ladies dress up, especially high value men. So it's not just about a woman. Being skinny is not about it's way it goes way deeper than that when it comes to health. And a lot of people say this health is wealth. And that's very true because you cannot enjoy your financial wealth if you are not wealthy. You cannot enjoy it. I don't care if you got one million in the bank and your health is bad, you are not thinking about even enjoying. Now, this is something that's I know the ladies gonna. Give me an uppercut, <laughs> but it's true. But, but it's very true, and and, it's, and, and, and a lot of women say by, uh, fight, say uh, get back at me, and they say, uh, "What if the man he he want to accept me like that?" I said, "Okay, well, both of y'all just lower y'all standards." Period. So it doesn't that is good either one of y'all. It's just like me smoking cigarettes and saying, "Well, I'm gonna find a woman that's okay with me smoking cigarettes." Well, both of us gonna be unha- un- unhealthy, right? You get what I'm saying, right? So. So, so I think this is something that the person has to have on their own without them saying, oh, you come in my life and you, with you being here, then I'll care about my body. No, it doesn't work that way because it's not going to last long if that person is not wanting to do that for themselves. So it's very important that a woman is doing that for herself. And number three, last thing, like I said, emotion and maturity. I think mm-hmm. I think I also said uh, the health as well. And then also too, we got to bring it over to uh, your, and I'll lump this into your character, values, and beliefs mm-hmm. is all in the spirituality. Your character, okay. your your beliefs, those are going to control your 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 decisions. It's going to control whether you want uh, whether you grow in areas in your life. Uh, it's going to control everything. Your character, everything people does comes from their character, their values, and their beliefs. So. All of that is uh, tied into their spiritual beliefs. And because I'm a Christian, I would want a woman to uh, be a Christian. But like I said, everybody's in their own uh, process, in their own space, when it, in their own growing process when it comes to that, that relationship. And that each individual, I believe, has to have their own uh, relationship with uh, with God. So those are the three things that are, I believe are non-negotiable because if not, I think that it's impossible to have uh, what we like to call power couple unity. It's impossible to to, to have it. So, so yeah. I ain't gonna lie, I agree with you. And here's why: because it's not from the you know the three points you made, and of course those are good points, and I totally agree with the point. But I mean by coming from a person that was previously married, mm-hmm. you have to set those non-negotiable because if you don't, then it mm-hmm. only gets worse. What you see is what you get. I don't care what nobody say. Like, so just like you said, if they not exercising before you meet them, 
And all right. of a sudden they start is not going to last. You can only put up a facade for so long. And in certain cases, right. of course, people can, you can, you really honestly can switch to that mindset. But exercising every day and, you know, taking on things to better your health is an everyday discipline. And if you wasn't doing it before, that's why losing weight is so hard because it's not an everyday discipline for certain right. people. So going back right. to it, like I said, if you in a relationship, I don't care what it is. Like, do not budge off your non-negotiables because it only gets worse. So I ain't mad at you for saying that you have to sit. That's for women, too. You can't get mad at a person for their non-negotiables. Like, mm-hmm. you, you just set you some, and it's going to set the tone for your next relationship. And I think the problem is more so women budge off our non-negotiables than men. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you mm-hmm. an example. Like, I was talking to this guy. And some things like I let slip. I was like, God, okay, I can work with this. I can work with it. Really, I couldn't work with it. But I was like, yeah, I'm going to just let it slide. And something happened to where, you know, I wanted him to kind of budge a little bit, but he wasn't going for it. And I was like, not you not going for it. And you did X, Y, Z. And when when it was me, it was fine. But now it's you, it's a problem. Oh, no. Right. So it literally led me to believe that Y'all ain't budging off y'all non-negotiables. So if I can't tolerate it now, again, I'm like you, friend. Nope, I ain't going for it. And I ain't apologizing for it because the one thing that I've, you know, been experiencing, again, I can't speak for nobody else. I can only say Aaron's experience. Like, they not budging off their non-negotiables. And why would you? I ain't gonna lie. You know, some of the things also that I've run into, like when it comes to Guys, and this is not a high value man. So let me just say that that's the purpose of having a godly man who has his life together and who has a great relationship with God and who's able to tell you guys like here as a man of God, this is what, you know, matter. That's the point, Mm -hmm. you know, having somebody relevant. But Mm -hmm. with that being said, like, because again, I said I'd be over there dibbling and dabbling two years ago um, Mm -hmm. with the Gentiles. Yeah, mm -mm. Mm -hmm. it just the experience and knowing what I know now with non-negotiables from a high value man has completely changed. And again, it comes with self self work. And I'm glad I get to experience the high value. I'm going to say the decision making and the understanding because it's a totally different level of thinking. The things that, you know, they hold valuable or told, it's just a learning process and it's attractive to be quite honest. When you finally do that self-work and you start well, running into these high value men that God put out here, it just, I ain't gonna lie, it's life changing. It make you smile like, come on, God, I'm in the arena now. Come on. And I will tell people like, God is not going to give your, you something that you're not prepared for. And that's something me and Andrew um, both agree on. Like he said the other day, he's not gonna give you in a high value man and you a low value woman. It's like you being down here and him being up here. And I'm like, friend, I say it all the time, but I ain't been running into him until, you know, and I ain't gonna lie. It's been the past year and a half for me that I've run into the high value. But again, it wasn't until I changed the way I think about me is when I started. It wasn't nothing to do with them. It wasn't what I asked country or what people may think. It was really me. I was like, all right, God, I'm not going for some of this stuff no more. I can't do that no more. So let me not budge 
And not budging really means start doing the things that God naturally requires you to do, spending time with God, figuring out who you are in God, what he said about your life, his promises for your life, because all these things are a reflection of you. And when you start to realize who God made you to be and how valuable you are, you're not going for certain things. You're not letting certain things slide because you know that that ain't godly. Or, you know, God want his best for you and he's not giving you crumbs. So some of the things you would usually settle for before you got into God, start spending time with God and just managing your relationship with God and his affirmations for your life. It really helps. So, yeah, definitely change the way you think about yourself and that directs you towards these high value men. And when I say high value, I mean emotionally, mentally, spiritually and from a wealth standpoint, too. Let's just, you know, money is important. And I mean, as much importance as we put on the spiritual, first of all, spiritual is first and spiritual means godly spiritual because, you, mm-hmm. you know, we got a, a million different religion, whatever. But I mean, God, because this is a faith based podcast, God in Christ. But yeah, money is just as important because I mean, for me, I can accept the man with hang on. Hold on. Let me make sure I phrase this just just right. Because you can't have nothing coming over here. What I say, I'm not budging on my my non-negotiable. You might be for somebody else or that's for me. I got my life together. And you need to have your life together because a person with nothing will help you lose everything. I learned that the hard way. God, you ain't got to right. teach me no more. Mm-mm. So you uh, <laughs> real quick. Go, go, You know, audience may want to hear. So my one time I was actually friends with this young lady and this young lady had a great attitude about life. She was a Christian. She uh, had a great job, uh, the job that she did. And and not because I felt that it would benefit, but I was just happy that she was productive in something that she enjoyed and that she, and that, and whenever she went up higher and higher in that space, I was always genuinely happy for her. But it was one thing in my non-negotiables, I literally for years waited for her on herself to, to, for her, for herself to make those steps because I believe that she would probably continue to grow in those three, four areas, uh, spiritually, financially, mentally, emotionally. Did we say that that was the four? Well, anyways, in in those areas now, Mm -hmm. uh, okay. So physically, mentally, which is like what you do being productive, uh, and physically is like how you keep your, your health. And then Financially, right? Is it is those right. the four that okay? However, okay. you put them in line, all of them relevant. So, so okay, wrong. You right, sir. Come on. <laughs> so I am get a little bit deeper and expose the one that it was. So any one of those would be it is my is a non-negotiable for me. If you like, let's say, uh, if you like a seven or less in those areas out of one to ten, then I feel like I really am settling. Because when you get into a, a feel when you get into an intimate relationship with someone, you have to have a certain level of respect for that person. That's right. So so there are certain things that allow you to have that certain respect for that individual. If you're gonna love them right and respect them right, right, like a partner should. So Therefore, I won't get in anything that I feel like is not my space, is not my place to love that person like they deserve in an intimate relationship. So the space that she struggled like all her life with, and it doesn't, and this is just this situation. It didn't, for every woman, it's not Mm -hmm. this area. But for this woman, it was the area of 
or fitness. Ooh, if you thought that was juicy, I can't wait to give y'all part two next week. Part two next week, y'all. Come back. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to hit the follow button for the Confessions of a Practicing Christian podcast to get your weekly dose of godly counsel on all things success, life, and wellness. Also follow me on Instagram at C-O-A-P-C underscore pod and also on Facebook at Confessions of a Practicing Christian. Chime in and let me know your thoughts on this week's episode. Love you and God, babe.